0: Good evening, everyone. Good evening. This is Sister with Political Tea on December 28th, 2018. And let me tell you, today has been hot, hot, hot. In the political world today okay but as promised to my mama let's get started with our very first Bible scripture so she knows I am keeping it clean I am going to go with Exodus 2015 you shall not steal okay that is where I'm gonna end tonight at but first I want to jump right in everyone is now talking about the number one person of the year And apparently for the men, President Obama is number one, President Trump is number two. I'm pretty sure Donald Trump is not liking that very much, but I thought that was really high for him considering all of the things that that he has going on. So I'm just going to say, you go boy. But President Obama, you have a puppy by me. His name is Teddy Barack. That is your stepdog, and I'm trying to convince him every single day that he is as brilliant as you. I'm very happy for you. With the women, I am so excited. Now, I'm a Hillary Clinton girl. I always have been. There's no shame in my game. I admit it. I am a Hillary Clinton girl. I was born and raised in Arkansas. The Clintons have been a part of my life since I was a teenager. And I have not given up just yet. Okay? However, she has finally been unseated, I believe it said after 17 years, by First Lady Michelle Obama. The lady with the thigh-high glittery boots on and her mustard yellow dress looking oh so fabulous. And what, she's 52, 53? I would do anything to look like that, but I don't do everything because... I don't eat my green vegetables like I do, and I sure as heck don't work out like she does. But there it means there's room to grow because she looks amazing. And then coming up second, number two, we have Oprah Winfrey. Like, you can't get any better than that. But I'm like, where is Ellen at, too? Ellen should definitely be number three. So I have to go back and look at the list to see who's number three because it should be Ellen somewhere okay she's not number one number two where the hell is I'm sorry Exodus 2015 sorry where is Ellen so I have to go back and look at the list because I know she had to have made the list she's my she's my hero okay she's so fabulous okay now that we've gone through that I now want to talk about uh, I just saw what the top 15 pick for the president uh, 2020 Democrat president, uh, potentials. I, I am familiar with most of them. Hillary Clinton was one of the 15. I think her time has come and gone. She's ran twice. She didn't get it. This last election literally was stolen from her, but I just, I don't want to see her go through this again. I think she needs to sideline it. Uh, let it go. Uh, even though she is still my number one, she always has been, she always will. But I think the tides are turning right now. I think the, 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 the environment is different. The, um, the atmosphere is much different now. And I don't think that she can do it. Um, I think she could have owned Donald Trump a little bit more than what she did, and she did not. And with all that has happened, I just don't think that she has that fight in her. I really don't. Uh, If you're listening one day to this podcast, Hillary Clinton, I absolutely love you. I breathe you in. But this fight, I think it's time for you to set out. Camilla Harris, now she's promising. I think she has a little fight in her. I think she has a little bite in her, too. But there were some, some comments about today. I was listening um, about what her record looks like in, in California and some of the things that she's allowed some of the prisoners out there to do. And, and it was under her watch. And there was comments and commentary about whether those things will come back and haunt her later. But I've seen her spar and I, I think she has a good fight in her uh Corey Booker, I, I think he has a little bit of fight in him too. I think he has a good bite on him. But what I don't know about he or Ka- Ka- uh Camilla is how they have impacted me. It's great to for the fight fight fight, but the the fight 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 is not what I need. I am a single mom. I am mid uh uh, uh middle class and no one is talking about single mom to a young child, tax breaks, tax cuts that are gonna stick and stay, uh, student loan debt. Um, I'm not, those are the things that affect me. So what I'm looking for is a candidate that are talking about things that affects me as considering someone middle class. So where, and as a single black mother, what can they do for me? It's all great and good that they have that beautiful caramel skin. But that doesn't do anything for me. I'm sorry. So what is it that they're going to do for me? I, I'm feeling the Donald Trump tax cuts right now, but they're temporary. They're only to through 10 years. Are, are they going to look at extending that? Are they going to look at uh, loan forgiveness? Are they going to look at some of the things that have gone to those types of things? Uh, child care, after school care. Um, I don't qualify for anything. But uh, so I'm just trying to figure out what is it that they're going to do for me. And I've not heard that from them. Joe Biden. I think what I think the ticket should be and one that I would vote for is Joe Biden at the top of the ticket with President Barack Obama as his VP. (laughs) But I think Miss First Lady Michelle Obama has shut that down. But I think Joe Biden has some fight in him. It doesn't matter about his age. I think that he has it. I, I, I do. I believe that he has a bite in him that can go toe to toe with, uh, Donald Trump. He has the experience. He has the know how. And I think he can take that. He can, he can take, he can handle Donald Trump for sure because he has the experience, which is what I would be more attracted to. Uh, not fresh face, bushy tail that's trying to give away the the whole bus because either this is where I stand either the, we have a situation right now where we're with Donald Trump, where he's giving everything to the absolute rich, where I am nowhere near. Um, not anything to the poor, but I'm not anywhere near there either. And then we have all these Democrats, especially these young folk coming in. They want to take everything from the rich where I am not. And they want to give everything to the super poor where I am not. So, again, I'm in a situation where I feel like I'm being forgotten about. What about me? So which of these candidates between Joe Biden Joe Biden? Cory Booker, Camilla Harris, Amy Klobuchar, um, uh, Michael Bloomberg, Beto O'Rourke, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warner. Which one of these candidates that I would be most appealed to? Beto O'Rourke, I heard his speech. He got me with the kneeling. But I think he's too soft. I think he's too green and I think he's too soft and um, and to go against someone with Donald Trump against Donald Trump. And I don't think that they should do an, an impeachment. I, he needs somebody to outright whoop his behind in a 2020 election. And unfortunately, it is not, in my opinion, Beto O'Rourke. Michael Bloomberg, ha- I think, has some bite. He knows Donald Trump personally. He's already a billionaire, so we wouldn't have to fund him. He wouldn't. He would only put a dog in his fight because he wants to. I would like to see the gentleman. I want to say his name is Steinberg, St- Snyder, Tom Snyder. He didn't make the list. I think he just wants to fund it, but I think he's okay with not running. But someone like that, I, I don't care about white, black. I'm trying to look for someone who's going to think about me and that's going to put this train back on its track. Amy Klobuchar, I actually like her. I like her. I think she's smart. I think she's sharp. I like that Midwestern vibe from her. I, can fight. I, can, I think she can fight, too. And she has the experience. And it's great that she's a woman, too, right? I love that. However, she has the same problem to me as Camilla and Booker and Corey. What is she going to do for me? I don't know. I've not heard it. I've never been a fan of Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, to me, is the exact same as Donald Trump. Sorry, but he is. He's just on the opposite end. He wants to give away the entire cow and bus. To the extremely poor, and that's great, but what about me? I never felt like he spoke to me as someone in the middle class, uh, trying to dig my way out and stay above, at least stay where I am and not feel like I'm being, I'm drowned, uh, every single year. And, and I, I just don't feel like he, he's gonna do that for me. I, you have Donald Trump giving everything to the extremely rich, and you have Bernie Sanders is gonna give everything away to the extremely poor. So everybody's left out or both perspectives. Uh, so I can't win with that. Elizabeth Warner. Uh, yeah. OK, so that's all I have to say. So I would like to see Michael Bloomberg. I would like to see Joe Biden. I would like to see Amy Klobuchar. Those are my three picks right there. Those are my three picks. And breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. I have something great and hot and heavy. The House, the Democrat, the Republicans, the House of Republicans, the Republicans of the House have finally, finally, thank you, Jesus, retired the Clinton. And the Clinton probe, okay? Russia probe, they were, they weren't doing anything with it anyways. They had already written it off six, seven, eight months ago. So we already know what they think of that. So I'm not even going to include that in part of the conversation. They have finally retired the Clinton, the Clinton probe. Thank you, Jesus. After eight uh, what investigations about these freaking emails and here the president potentially has committed treason along with his family. They have sold the United States for property and millions and millions of dollars. If that is not what has happened, that is what it looks like. And they are talking about this woman's emails about getting a wax and getting her toenails clipped. I am. I'm so glad that this is done. Thank you, Jesus. I, it's over with. It's about time. Okay. And before I get into my good good tea, I just want to m- mention that Donald Trump today, well, yesterday, actually threatened to shut down the Mexican border with if he does not get his wall. Uh, don't understand. Mexico was supposed to pay for this wall. It was a promise. It was the deal of the century. And for God's sake, it just wasn't done. And I don't know why. I, 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 there's more to come with that. Uh, do I believe he's going to do it? I actually do think he's going to try. I think he's going to do it. And there's going to be thousands of people that are going to be affected, including large employer groups uh, on both sides. It's going to be a sugar, honey, iced tea show. It is going to be a hot mess. I don't think I still, this is my third podcast. I think the Democrats are going to dig in as well as he, but they're going to break him. And I think he's going to be the one to cave first, but they're going to pretty it up for him so he can sell it to his base, but uh, he's not going to get what he wants. So I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time on that. I ended up spending too much time talking about the the potential nominees for 2020. But what I want to talk about, my hot tea today is about this, because I am living in North Carolina, about what has happened with Mark Harris, the Republican candidate, and Dan McCready, the Democratic um, candidate for the uh, House, uh, for District 9, for the House seat. Apparently, McCready actually conceded to Dan, ha- Mark Harris, because he won the election by, supposedly, 905 votes. Well, guess what? They stole it. They were going, they hired a group of people who were going around collecting people's votes and changing the votes to match what they wanted or tossing them. Oh my God. So this is not fraud. This is outright thievery. These people's votes have literally been stolen or housed somewhere. Are trashed just so that it can apply towards Mark Harris winning. So, right now, there's this huge investigation going on. There was last minute, um, today, there was a last minute filing made after the uh the 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 actual uh group the ethics group was disbanded today at 12 o'clock and so now he snuck in like all spy like oh I can't wait to uh, John Grisham write this book oh my god I can't wait so or Nicholas Sparks maybe he'll get out of the love story and write a espionage book since he likes to write about North Carolina a lot I don't know but this is gonna be so hot so they disbanded and all of a sudden, Mark Harris has decided that he wants to petition the three panel court, the judge, to have them automatically seat him. That somehow Governor Cooper rights have been stripped away and he can't place a new board of directors in place until January 31st. So therefore, there's no one working this, this, this investigation to complete it so they can determine whether it was stolen or not. So there seems to be a lot of underhanded, a lot of trickery going on. And we just don't know what's going on. So now it's like, what are we going to do? What happens? Well, while everybody's worried about this man sneaking into Congress on January 3rd to have him a good seat, no, the House in Washington, D.C. made a decision. House uh, Congressman Howard, I, I want to say his name is Steeny, S-T-E-N-Y, S-T-E-N-Y Hauer, H-O-Y-E-R, who's apparently going to be the person in charge starting January 3rd. Well, they've decided that they are not giving him anything. They are not going to acknowledge his seat until this investigation has been completed and done thoroughly. And if they are not allowed to do it, they're going to leave the seat Empty. Honey. Now that's some tea for you. Because I don't understand what in the world is going on. But that's what happened. So either Mark Harris is saying, you better give me my seat. McCready, you're not really hearing anything from him. He's just like, uh, I thought I lost. Uh, okay. Well, well, all right. So he's just going with the tide. Like he's straight chill. But thankfully the Democrats in Washington DC have stepped in. And I think rightfully so. This is not voter fraud. This is outright stealing. The votes have been stolen and now they're trying to block or go around the actual investigation, not to mention the house, the Republican House and Senate here in North Carolina, they quickly passed some laws and rules, which took the power from Governor Roy Cooper, which is what he's been dealing with the entire time he's been elected. And it's just crazy. It's like real banana republics going on in North Carolina. I tell my family all the time, honey, North Carolina is always in the news. We always have something fishy going on but I love this beautiful state it is home it's not as crazy as people make it seem on the news it's an absolute gorgeous state it's right on the coast too so we get the best of both worlds I'm two hours from the mountains two hours from the ocean so it's fantastic but we do have some drama here in this very serious drama And I've gone three minutes over my time than what I had anticipated. But I'm telling you, this Friday has been hotter than hot. There's a lot of things going on. I'm pretty sure something else is going to happen tonight. And I may have to put it in some more political tea for you all tomorrow. So I just want to thank you all, whoever's out there listening, for listening to me. This is, again, Sister with Political Tea. I am Yvette. This is my third episode on December 28, 2018. And again, just remember Exodus 2015, you shall not steal.